This is a vacuous vocation where we enter into all realms of discourse. Today, we're going to be discussing the purpose of life. And there is no purpose. But before we freak out, let's think this through. Disregarding the origination of humanity, um, I take it as there's elements and there's organic matter and organisms that have developed. And there's been millions of organisms probably before humans. So, um, most people outsource their purpose in life to religion, and most people outsource their sense of morality and morals, what's, what's ethically right or unethical, to legality. And also, I would say most people outsource their critical thinking and reasoning to education. And it's really, I think, not until you use critical thinking and apply it to every aspect of life that you try to discover what the purpose is. Um, I think that, you know, you look at animals. Um, take, take dogs, for example. You take a puppy, a puppy is, to most people, very cute. And as it gets older and develops, it uh, kind of becomes this thing that is at the base level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, you have your security and your food and your safety. And... Um, as a puppy, it can't achieve that, but as it gets older, it kind of develops the characteristics in order to secure those things. And um, human beings have co-evolved with dogs, uh, and so we can uh, understand animals and dogs and learn a lot about humans from them. And as Michael Malice says, this isn't an insult to people. Most dogs are better than most people so when it comes to humanity um as children we're kind of thrusted into the social and cultural life around us and most of the influence i think comes from parents and the education system of school um but I think it's, it's, it gets to a point where you look at human beings and how they function and what they do, and um, they do try to attain their purpose and what they like to do. But um, I think that human beings are, they don't understand, one, how special being a living, breathing person is. Um, and I, I think that they don't understand this because a lot of people don't recognize how psychological life can be or uh, how psychological it is. Um, 
we're conditioned as people in the schools systems and through media and parenting um we're conditioned to to fall in line and to listen as children um you know most parents are average and most parents think that they're above average uh most teachers are mediocre and most teachers think they're above mediocre and and life is just really average i would say for a lot of people this system of uh, of of eating sleeping working and reproducing is kind of the main method of life for a lot of people in this this cycle and um as kids i mean at least in today's generation, I kind of understand that, yeah, Maslow's hierarchy of needs uh, is the first couple tiers have been satisfied um, for the most part. And so at this point, you know, I'm not religious. That's why I can say there's no purpose to life because I think that religion can provide purpose for people but that's still faith-based and believing that you know in this this afterlife conception but um um i think that that uh most people are religious because their parents were and um also you have this this going back to school i mean the system is set up to promote sacrifice um to condition yourself to always be less valuable than the majority and you know being willing to sacrifice yourself for the community and what that kind of fosters is is this idea that um there it's necessary in order to be good to kind of compromise yourself in ways and uh and to fall in line and I think that being a methodological individualist, I cannot compromise on my life. Um, being 23, I cannot give my time to situations and experiences that I don't necessarily want. I mean, it can be forced upon me, but for the most part, with the choices that I have, I think that I can still choose to reclaim my life. I, I'm at this point deprogramming myself from my upbringing. This word should is a word I'm really questioning. 
because so many people in life will tell you what you should do. And I don't ever want to tell anyone what they should do because for me, I'm not in a position to tell people what to do with their time or their body because I don't know. Even the smartest person is ignorant of 99.99% of knowledge in the world. And what's right for me may not be right for someone else. And what's um, wrong for me may be right for someone else. And I'm not in a position to give that type of advice. Uh, so this, this word should is thrown around by typically older people in positions of power. Whether that's parents or uh, teachers or counselors or things of this nature. And I'm not saying don't listen to them, but I'm saying listen to yourself as well and consider what it is that you want to do and at the same time it's like take risk and don't be an idiot but I think at the end of the day there's something magical about having fun and if you can have fun in life then that's probably the best thing you can do and I don't think that it's 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 necessary to follow what history has provided as the example. For example, in the United States, we have this Puritan work ethic that has infected the minds of many that we have to work and we have to work all the time and and you have to love your work and you have to get married and you have to not be lazy. And um, honestly, at this point, I mean, if you look at the current society for the upcoming generations, we're, we're, trillion, we're like close to $30 trillion in debt in this, in this country of the United States. And most students... I think on average have like $50,000 of student debt. And most students on average graduating college are making between 15 to $25 an hour. And most people, I mean, I haven't read this article, but I just saw today that the 30 year mortgage rate has gone negative. So in the housing market, the prices of houses have skyrocketed. So the, the generation, there's really a, a generational gap, a cultural gap between the younger generations uh, growing up, graduating college, and just growing up in general, and that of most of their parents. And so it's a lot to ask to get a career that you want to work at for 30 years, and a house, and a spouse. And I mean, I think it's just healthy at this point to really question why and how. And by what means is this achievable? And most, I mean, not most, but I'll say that, you know, what is achievable for some people uh, may not be achievable for others. Um, because people have different values and they want to do different things. And I mean, with life, it's like 
literally some people become obsolete in history. And that's not good or bad. It's, it's amoral. It's just a part of life. Uh, people live and some people, most people, most people die. Um, but it's like, what do you do with your life? What do you do with it? I mean, our security is provided for us. Most, I mean, most of us in this country. We have food, we have our shelter. It's like, why is there such depression rates in this country? And I mean, I, you can talk at the individual level. It's like, oh, well, I mean, what do I do with my life? But at the same time, it's like at the macro, I don't like that word, but at a, on, on the economic level, in the state of the economy, you just, you can see it like, we're we're headed in this country for a depression like you can't have that much stimulus stimulation of the economy um pushing off the inevitable recession because it the resources have to reallocate themselves to the price of uh with the medium of exchange with the money and so it's like yeah like the purchasing power is going down. It's costing more dollars to get the same amount or less amount of goods. So prices are going up. And it's like, that's very difficult to handle and manage. And and that type of uncomfortable situation puts people into this state of depression. And I mean, it just it just, you know, if you don't understand what's going on, then that's very difficult and frustrating. But essentially what's happening is there's a big scam going on. And the group of scammers that's scamming most people is this group of thugs called the Federal Reserve. And they're printing just money, but you can't you can't print money because well that would be illegal and wrong. But they can't. So what's going to happen I think as far as money goes is people younger generations are comfortable with cryptocurrencies and uh my my bet is in bitcoin but you know money has gone obsolete so many institutions have gone obsolete the system of of uh conforming and pledging your allegiance and being educated and sacrificing your creativity is and being propaganda propagandized against is just uh, you can you can begin to see through that if you think critically about it, if you understand that yeah there's a lot of psychological manipulation going on um, in this world, um, and it comes from most universities, it comes from the corporate press, it comes from the education system, it comes from uh, people from from even parents um i've seen it and uh it's like what do you how do you figure out what to do with your life it's like well honestly i think that if you find things that are beautiful then maybe pursue that because pursuing beauty may end up 
putting your life into this wake of beauty. And at the end of your life, it's like, damn, that was a beautiful life. And uh, I think that's kind of what should be the sensor to follow in life is just whatever is beautiful, whatever is really fun that you find. And it can it can be totally can be art. I mean, look at the Renaissance. It uh, it was mostly artistic and intellectual. The the intellect and art today is like so suffocated. Um, and I I think that that uh, it's just tough to understand why it is that that um, the world is the way it is. And I mean, it's just like, yeah, a lot of people are like dogs who have been trained to sniff out anything that's not conforming to the narrative that they align themselves with. And the thing is, if they bark at you, they get patted on the head for it. So to kind of like go into this avenue of anarchism and methodological individualism and pursuing your own self-interest to the highest degree and actually not aggressing onto anyone, both um, physically um, with force and coercion and threats, but also, yes, yeah, psychologically, like just being a decent person. And um, that's it's honestly, it's it's becoming Orwellian to, to a sense. And... I think that it's just difficult uh, when you have, you know, these institutions of schools that say they're legitimate and they claim that their authority is legitimate, as well as with religion claiming they're legitimate and that their authority is legitimate. It's hard to go against that, but I want to, and I think that other people do as well. And maybe it can be a little bit comforting if if people do go against some institutions. But uh, at the end of the day, it's just you just got to have fun and find happiness within yourself where it lies. Um, and make a beautiful life to the largest extent that you can. Because... That's all you got. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. Cheers. Peace.